Welcome to 90s Noise. I'm April, born 1991. And I'm Ashley, born in 1988. All right. So uh, after doing some extra review, after recording the podcast, we realized mistake that the third Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was not released in 1992 that we discussed, but they need three. So shame on shame on me for not catching that mistake, but I take full responsibility on that for sure. It's okay, we forgive you. I try. I thought I was thinking it was the I was thinking it was the first three years of the nineties, but they took a year off. <laughs> they needed a, an extra year for that third one to really make it suck even more. <laughs> Isn't it always sad when a movie, like, a sequel takes longer to make than the original? Like, the better version? Yeah, that's that's gotta be. Eh. Yes, absolutely. But if if either of us sound a little off, or sounds like they're sucking on something, well, one of us probably is. It's called a cough drop. So... (laughs) Don't go to the gutter, people. (laughs) Just giving you a heads up, we may sound a little sick-like for some of this episode. Cowabunga. Radical. <laughs> <laughs> and we are on to Turtle Power with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. That is definitely a very long title. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> So, as the guy discussed with the first Turtle movie, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has a very special place in my heart, but this movie especially because on the day I was born in 1991, this movie was the number one movie in theaters. But you didn't get to see it. No! (laughs) No, I I didn't. Um, I don't think my I don't know if my brothers got to either because of the mm. fact that I was like I was early. I I came a week early. Oh, okay. And so I I don't know if did they, they were ever, able to. Did they ever tell you a story like they were on their way to go see that movie and then because because it was movie night out and you were a week early and so they couldn't go and see it because. <laughs> They had to go to the hospital. Can you imagine if that was the story that ha- had played out? <laughs> that would have been fucking hilarious, honestly. And would have just been even more, like, encumbersome of my turtle connection. Mm-hmm. But I was born on a Tuesday. So Tuesday would not have been a movie night. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, yeah. That's... But they have, like, nowadays they have, which, as an adult, you love because it's, like, what, $5 Tuesdays or they have some, like, you know, cheaper prices on a Tuesday because, of course, like, who's going to the movies on a Tuesday? So that's why I feel like they created it because no one was going. Well, that and at least for adults going on a a Tuesday now, usually probably won't have to deal with, like, all the kids Mm. and everything. Mm -hmm. I know we all were kids at one point in time, but that's one thing going to movies, like, when they first come out, it kills it for me, is going in there, and I understand that movies get long, 
kids can't sit that long and they get antsy. But I'm just like, I want to actually see it. Mm hmm. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They should definitely have like night, they should have days or nights of the week where you can't bring kids. Like it's only adults, like 21 and over only. This, you know how that would be really cool. Just leave the, leave the kiddos at home. Exactly. <laughs> All right. But anyways, so this movie. So it came out uh, at the end of March in 1991. It was, uh, let me double check my dates here really quickly. Oh, okay. So it was actually, damn, it was on the top for a good two weeks. Uh, so it was released mm. on March 22nd. Mm. Yeah, that's a good two weeks, like the its first week, because it was number one it's when it came out, and then the following mm-hmm. week also was right before I was born, uh, which then transitioned into the day that I was born. So good for it. It was. Well, hey, hey. It was one of the top movies that year for sure. Well, as we all know, I haven't seen any of the turtle movies so we're back down this road again uh, my question to you though starting it off is why you pref- you said you preferred this movie over the first one correct yes so why do you say that what about this besides the fact that is it just because of the fact that it is a, you know involving your birthday or is there other reasons outside of that i think for me the first one's this feels very dark Mm -hmm. and the second one was a little bit more it it had a better mix I think with like daytime scenes of course most of it still it takes place at night because Mm -hmm. that's when the turtles are able to leave their sanctuary or at this point it was uh April's apartment and be able to go out and everything but I think that and I I don't know, I guess I kind of just really enjoyed the other characters in this one also. Mm. Like, of course, April, always love her regardless. And it is a different actress this time around. Not okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) I I do. I do enjoy um, the actress who played. Yeah, nothing against her. She's great. Absolutely. I just I hate the movies that do the actor switch and within so quickly. And you're like, Mm -hmm. because like this movie didn't even come out. It wasn't even like a year since the first one had come out. So like they just threw him out. Yeah, I think there was uh, some just going off of what I've done research wise, I think there was some money differences mm. and everything that caused that. Again, I still think she did a uh, really good mm-hmm. job, uh, Paige. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy her portrayal of April, but then also gotta give it to him. Uh, so the other character, they didn't have Casey in this one why why wouldn't you have Casey in this movie that was my other big thing I was like wait a second so they just sort of started hooking the idea of April and Casey in the first one and then now he's like completely not even seen or mentioned or anything like what happened so I know from just talking to Ernie and seeing some of the interviews that were done Mm -hmm. that he did about it and everything he was in the Donatello 
outfit for the first mm -hmm. movie during a lot of the fight sequences. And I think what it was was that the producers and directors, somebody who had that that decision, mm -hmm. wanted him in front of the camera too, wanted to give him a spot in front of it. Mm. And so they wrote the character specifically for him hmm. of Kino. And cool. I think that was that was pretty cool. And I I did enjoy I did feel like it had a little bit more of some of those martial arts scenes mm. that just just were very intriguing it's always right i i like that kind of thing yeah no i agree i liked that opening kind of introduction to him where he's like delivering and he's going in and then all of a sudden now he's you know got all the turtles that come out and are fighting around him and i i really did like that i mean i agree there there is a bit more of that ninja feeling aspect to it where it does feel a bit more real and the skills seem a little bit more advanced than how it was portrayed, I guess, in the first one. Yeah, I feel like the first one, it was kind of more of the introduction to everybody. Mm -hmm. And so there was, they focused a little bit more on story, which isn't necessarily mm -hmm. bad, but it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and right. so they, they were able to focus more on that part of it with like the foot clan them recruiting a little bit more and everything mm -hmm. and it was nice to also see more martial arts without the the costumes mm, without the true. turtle suits right yeah yeah because I, I mean good god they did fucking incredible being able to do those stunts with the costumes oh, on and everything i can't imagine <laughs> but it is nice to actually see it as human form i guess right yeah it looks a bit more obviously natural whereas when they're in the suit you know it's it's not the the true moves yeah so what did you think of this one so you know going into this and not really having any prior experience of watching turtle related stuff I you know wasn't a big fan of it the first one kind of got me into it and I was like okay this is not too bad but the, um, the, I'm gonna be honest the second one I do not like I, I it was def coming from you know just not really knowing the world it as you mentioned earlier it was was completely different from the first one the first one was dark and it just had more of a actiony you know gritty feeling the second one was very much so like okay i i remember the turtles were like a very kid-based type animated comic or whatever they were yeah. and that's really what the second one felt more it was more like brighter it was more kind of playful and kid friendly i just kind of got that vibe versus the first one like as an adult and stuff i felt okay i can see the parents and the kids really enjoying that one but the second one as an adult i'm like mm, i can't i don't know i just ah. <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> i i don't blame you honestly i think i could definitely stand with you on that as an adult with me i mm -hmm. because of my relationship with the turtles and being such a big right. part of my life this movie i was introduced to at such a young age that it's one of those where it's really one of those like nostalgia watches and mm -hmm. oh yeah 
it's I mean I watch it around my birthday the last few years I've been doing that just because I I do admit it is one of those where when you're watching it you're kind of like okay this is this is totally 90s fringe (laughs) for somebody who's not seen it or like Mm -hmm. not grown up with it but exactly I still appreciate it. I still love it. I, mm-hmm, I'm going to still mm-hmm. continue to fucking watch it. That's not going to be anything Absolutely. different. But most of when I look back at it, a lot of some of these earlier movies that I grew up with that were more like ninja based and everything, mm-hmm. there's so many of them. And I, uh, I apologize, but yet I don't, Ashley, because I'm introducing you to this uh, ninja craze from the 90s. Hey, exactly. But it's one of those where you just got to sit back and you enjoy it for what it is <laughs> and what it what it portrayed in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And what it brought to the kids that watched it during that time period. I'm sure they absolutely loved it. You know, it, it was definitely a very interesting concept. I think that I I think the issue that I have with it, I don't think the idea of the Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtles is bad or anything wrong with it. I think how I view it, it's more of an animation. So if they, if it was just an animated movie or the show, I think I may have been able to see it as it was and appreciate it and not be like, oh, those are people in costumes fighting as turtles. And, you know, it's it's just an animation. So that's, I think I would have to see an animated version. Do they have an animated version? Oh, we, d- we don't talk about that one. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like the, we don't talk about Bruno or whatever that was. Oh, oh shit. What? <laughs> uh, so, I think it was like 2007. Is, okay. It was, it was when they started doing kind of like that new age animation that was more computer generated. And Ooh. it's, it's a... Uh, we just don't talk about it in the turtle world. Oh it's, my god! It's literally called. Uh, I think it's literally just called TMNT. Okay. And I went. I think I went and saw it with my oldest brother, and we just kind of were like, <laughs> "Oh no!" And so, oh, I'll I'll admit, like the Michael Bay reboot that came about mm. in the 20 teens mm-hmm. was like a breath of fresh air to, to what oh. had been before it he got lucky then <laughs> yeah oh man that was yikes yeah we just don't talk about that yeah oh well then i guess I'm, we're lucky it came out in the 2000s, 2000s then. yeah we I don't even to. even if it had come out in the 90s i we would nix that immediately <laughs> I thought that there was a TV series, though, that was on, I don't know if it was on for a while or a short time, but that was purely just an animation. So there's, yeah, there's been actually a handful of ones. Mm. So they, I feel kind of special about this because I I was just, (laughs) I was just watching uh, the, I think it was the toys that made us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's a turtle one. There, I think okay. like the first mm-hmm. episode about is about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And so it goes into it about how with the comic, it blew up. And then they wanted to, I think it was they wanted to start doing toys next. I watched like five of them in a row. So I, yeah. some of them might be like meshing together. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> 
but then it was kind of to also with to go in line with the animated cartoon because there was one mm. in like the uh, I believe it was the late late 80s like 89 oh okay is when the cartoon originally came out so okay 87 it was 87 to 96 have you ever seen that commercial or commercial that show <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I do remember watching that. It was oh. it was one of those that was a I think it was like on the Saturday morning cartoons. Oh really? Hmm. Yeah, I I definitely do remember watching that. We have our ever lovely uh, Jim Cummings voiced Ooh, on it a little bit. Uh, all right, I might have to watch some of that. Yeah, and uh, also Mr. James Avery. They actually voiced mm. the same character at hmm. different times. And then we also, of course, had tons of the, like, toys and everything because of my brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think, so there's three live-action ones that came out, 90, 91, 92. After the 91, the 92 wasn't, it was almost kind of one of those, all right, we, <laughs> we're kind of squeezing, squeezing the <laughs> juice, too much juice out of it. Oh. And I know that... Uh, that's when they had stopped with like the movies for mm. until 2007. Wow. But it's, you know, it's interesting that because I don't feel like a lot of sequels do this is that they like make use a continuation of what happened in the first one. Like they it's the same villain that they're going after into the sequel. You know what I mean? I don't feel like yeah. a lot of movies and stuff do that. So that was I, I honestly wasn't expecting that when. I didn't know that they were coming back. So I was kind of mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. So we're seeing them yeah. again. <laughs> Maybe I'll remember who's who. So yeah. th that was definitely very interesting. And I, I liked how they did that because, I mean, Shredder is a huge villain in the mm. Turtle universe uh, and mm. always has been. Even at that early point to do that was, like you said, it was very uncommon because usually first movie the villain's done and gone mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you don't ever see him again and so to have that for people for like you for watching it for the first time i'm sure everybody i'm sure even like the in the theaters there was probably a big like oh or, <laughs> or stuff like that you know you know how it gets at the theaters mm -hmm. oh yeah especially when you get like a lots of boys because i'm sure the majority of the females in the theaters for this movie were parents right yeah. <laughs> uh, just brought their kids kind of thing which that is now do they bring uh shredder back for the third one or is he like finally dead dead do we know <laughs> i will be completely and early honest with you i think i've seen the third one a total of like four times in my life okay <laughs> that one well, just we're wasn't... both gonna go into it with the mystery <laughs> yeah that one it could just i think because at that time there i think Paige did play april again mm -hmm. ernie was doing something else so he didn't come back for mm. the third one and i think my brothers at that time probably were starting to transition into other things they still love the turtles but kids right i they they jump so quickly that's why like one year freaking turtles are blowing up on the uh, for christmas sales and then the next year they won't they won't move up 
everything. <laughs> I mean, that, that's really how it goes. It with, is, yeah. Or mm-hmm. at least how it went back then. Right. For anybody who's didn't grow up in the 90s, yeah, toys, it, it was crazy. Things would sell out one year, and then the next year, you couldn't pay somebody to take them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of how it started to get for a little bit with turtles, the mm-hmm. the turtle genre. Well, something else that I felt was uh, what kind of I feel like made the first one and the second one different was that the second one didn't really have much weapon usage. You know, like they didn't really use any of their fighting tools that they had in the first one and I I just felt like it was really really toned down which is why I felt it was definitely more of that kid friendly vibe because it wasn't as violent it was filled with action and stuff but I didn't feel like it was super violent like the first one felt you know I'll be honest I never really noticed that like look thinking about it yeah I I can see that just watching it growing up Mm-hmm. And even in the times watching it since, I've never made that <laughs> little connection. I really haven't. But that's a good point. And I don't know if it was maybe a production choice. The violence, like you're saying, mm-hmm. uh, toning down the violence a little bit. Wow. Huh. That will be definitely interesting when we watch the third one for 92 yeah what direction it goes in where (laughs) is there a yeah is there a mixture is there a balance is like is it just completely all haywire and you just is it a free-for-all yeah do you know if it was like the same director like same anything between any of the movies or were they all completely different individuals i know that the same screenwriter was for the first two Hmm. Todd uh, Lang- Langan, the one that I'd met, and hmm. he had his uh his turtles oh, okay. jean jacket with yeah. him, because I know that the first movie was an independent movie. Hmm. It really didn't have huge backing by any big production company. It it was one where it the revenue it made was ridiculous compared to what it cost Mm. and so i'm not sure necessarily about the second one i think honestly i would think that the second one probably was backed a little bit more by a larger production Mm -hmm. company just because of the success of the first one that's usually how those work yeah so Hmm. that may also be why it was toned down a little bit was because now they had to get the approval from a bigger conglomerate that (laughs) may not necessarily have cared for the violence that the first one had right one of the things with this the second one the secret is it was very what so what did you think of the ooze and the the, how it was kind of like the backstory of how the turtles came to be. Mm-hmm. And then them creating the other characters from it. I didn't like those other characters. <laughs> I, I did not I did not need those characters to be a part of this. Like that just <laughs> Those honestly remind nowadays especially remind me of like 
characters from Chuck E. Cheese or something. <laughs> Ew. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> like, those, like, almost like a Chuck E. Cheese, uh, like, throwaways. Like, we didn't, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> These weren't good enough for Chuck E. Cheese. Here, throw them in this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> but, I mean, they that was creating a couple of the characters from the comics because there were other animal characters that had human personalities to them in the animation and so i think that was kind of that's what i was going to ask is did they ever or were there ever other mutant type animals that Mm -hmm. they ever came across yeah there were and Hmm. there was like it was like a pig oh i remember correctly because like i can still see it on my mind and i haven't watch the animation in so long probably since i was like homesick from school yeah there's like a pig and a rhinoceros oh gosh that's very random this is how bad i did watch i watched it but the cartoons but i didn't like stay with them long enough (laughs) to really let them soak in i did like the uh, the scene at at the science factory where they're trying to get a hold of that that canister that last canister Mm, mm -hmm. and everything kind of like the monkey in the middle type Mm -hmm. scene i always thought that was pretty entertaining scene for me personally i don't know maybe because i was always monkey in the middle with my brothers (sighs) the scars Uh, oh so you had asked me about and I forgot exactly which, how you asked me, but something about the ooze or how I felt about the ooze. Or, but then we like got off track and we started talking. I'm, I realized I'm like, wait, I never actually answered your question. So oh, oh, I was like, Ugh. so obviously we ha- kind of need to talk about the whole title of the movie, which is the secret of the ooze. So I guess for me, it's like, what is the what is the secret of the ooze? Do what do you think it is? So. The secret of the ooze, I think, is just that it's a cocktail of different things that nobody really knows, where it gives turtles, for instance, I guess more, what's the word I'm looking for, a more sophisticated brain, (laughs) where they're able to speak human language, do Uh, human activities that normally they wouldn't right so in this movie there were two types of oozes oozes right is that i don't know that's a word (laughs) oozes were there two different ones like in the beginning the ones that they were he was working with in the lab is that different than the one that they were creating near the end i don't believe so because it's the same lab that um so so like because they have the ooze in the beginning where he's creating the mutants but then he has the ooze in the end where they're trying to destroy them so is that technically it it was two different type of ooze so yeah the because they're trying to bring them back to to where they're not it like they're not a threat so it would be it's i guess it's like an antidote Mm. the first ooze is a venom the second news is the antidote to it to try to reverse its effects. But yeah, it's 
don't know if the ooze part, I think, was just kind of trying to add some something. Like, I don't know if it was they needed, they figured out some, just kind of came up with the title and was like, oh, crap, no, we came up with this title. Now we've got to make it. What's, what? Yeah, exactly. Where was the connection of the the ooze and yeah the secrets and and yeah what was different a lot about the two of them was that the first one you got a, I felt like a bit more splinter action where you know he was meditating with them and kind of bringing them together as like a family but in the second one he kind of almost gets tossed aside like you don't really get that same bonding that they had in the first one yeah I wonder if Honestly, it was maybe because Splinter always felt to me like it was more puppet than mm, mm-hmm. somebody in a suit. And I think it was right. for some parts of it. And so maybe it was a part, it was something to do with just trying to cut costs because they did have those other two characters that they created the other two. What was it? The rhino and the pig or what are they? For this one, for the cart, for the, the for this one, it was a snapping turtle and a wolf. The snapping turtle and the wolf, yes. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about both and everything. <laughs> so again, it's meshing of all of the tr- different turtle <laughs> aspects. Or my my little brain can only hold so much. Oh, <laughs> was he in the show? Like, do you remember if he was more of like a animated type thing or? Was he looking like a puppet? So the show is just plain animated. Well, I know. So it's like they made him like super animated, just like the other, like the turtles were. So why didn't they make, you know, you know, like why wasn't, why was it a puppet? You know what I mean? Because even the two new creatures that they bring on in this movie, they're not puppets. I, I wonder if it was maybe just because of looking more of a rat. (laughs) <laughs> and not necessarily sure if they could at the time because you gotta remember the the first one mm-hmm. it didn't have the backing of a large production company so it didn't have all the different all the funding that something like this would do you did they st- well what about the uh michael bay one is he in that one how do they have him i think they did have him on that but I also believe if I remember correctly all of the turtles are the computer generated kind of more of the Gollum Smeagol oh so not actual yeah I think they played off of somebody that they used for the how Andy Serkis and Lord of the Rings he was on set dressed and running the lines with them and everything uh, I think that's how it trans. They did the same thing for the Michael Bay ones. I'm not 100% sure on that because I haven't done super deep dive on the production of it, but I think that mm. is what they did for that. Mm. Again, it's kind of one of those things where they they kind of tried something different with the turtles. Right. Did you ever think or feel like the ooze could have been more alien like representing did did you ever think that before you got the reveal of kind of how the ooze was created that it was alien i don't remember first impression from like my first time watching it but i could definitely see where the thought process on that would be Mm -hmm. 
because it's very the talking turtles, talking rats, something just an ooze being exposed to this ooze, giving them these, I guess in a sense, powers you could kind of say, because those are powers that they don't normally have. It definitely can seem very alien. Like, I don't know if I necessarily ever thought that it was before the reveal. I think I was like, oh, science science is interesting again. Making things they don't know. Did you originally think it was alien? I don't even know if I've thought about kind of how they got created. Like, it never really crossed my mind. But, I mean, do you think we have something like this created? Or, like, this type of mutation device? Do you think that we are capable of having it? Or Well, you gotta wonder, if we're thinking of it mutation in an animal sense... I mean, we've got what the, we've got the capability of cloning, not Mm -hmm. the best, but I think if they don't have it now, science probably could figure something out to do that with all the different advances that they have. But I also feel in a sense, we, we have evolved some animals to a certain point Mm -hmm. training them. I don't know about you, but sometimes the mindless scrolling, I come across the different people who have trained their cats or dogs to use the little buttons that have Mm. words associated Mm -hmm. with them. So I guess in a way it's starting a process of evolving them too. But I don't know if they, if animals technically have the, all the necessary, necessary parts needed to have a conversation in a language that we understand. I'm not big on science, honestly. You took it very deep. I was like, girl, where are we going with this? (laughs) I mean, I think it would be pretty cool if aliens came in and had some way to do some mutations on these animals. I would be okay with that. I'd be a little scared because... Depending on which animal they decided to to do that. (laughs) Could you imagine them coming, like, aliens coming and doing that to like our house pets i mean the secrets we tell them oh shit we'd be done they would own us (laughs) not like they don't already but (laughs) exactly (laughs) but if we're if yeah if we're going off the alien keep with the alien point on that see i was going off of more the science portion like the science work (laughs) that uh is it in the movie? <laughs> but the, the alien part, yeah, that definitely would be interesting. Like I said, that's that's kind of a, could be a double-edged sword for sure. Yeah, that is very true. What would you say was your favorite scene? I know you said that in the whole, you didn't care for it as much as the first one. But what would mm-hmm. you, if you had to pick a scene, what scene would you say you probably enjoyed the most? Uh, now you're making me remember, trying to remember the movie. Uh, I think probably the first, I'll have to go with like the opening with the, where we meet Ernie's character. And it just, it, I thought it was a really good introduction to, to kind of what he was about to bring into the turtle's life. Very true. I did like what was the line at the beginning when he's taken, he's taken the pizza to his scooter and he's trying to flirt with the girls 
And he says something. Oh, my gosh. It was almost one of those, like, first burns in a movie type of thing. And he's just like, ooh. Ooh. Oh, and there's one scene that we definitely are going to have to talk about in just a second here. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, that's he was like, "Hey, which one of you lovely ladies gets to ride with me tonight?" And the girl's like, "Dream on, dweeb." And he says, "Okay." And when I do, I'll dream of someone a little thinner. And it's just oh, like, God. Oh, it, God. it's horrible. It's a horrible line, but it was just oh. one of those where they were like, I mean. He was just kind of playing with them, and they were rude right. to him. So right. It, it was that, that. I do have to say, I did like that one line. It was just <laughs> like, damn, in a kids' movie. Oh my gosh. Uh-oh. Okay. So the scene that I'm referring to. Okay. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go. Okay. Okay. So I thought. When I when you mentioned something about him doing a rap, I just thought he had a song in the movie. I didn't know that there was like a whole scene with him singing and dancing along. I'm like not expecting that. <laughs> like, oh wait, he looks familiar. Oh, I'm like oh shit, that's why. <laughs> He's still like when we went and when we saw him perform in 2016. He is still. Mm-hmm performing that song really yes does he still do the same dance thing too yeah (laughs) yeah and like he even he even has somebody like in a fucking turtles costume oh god on stage at least with that tour he did and so for those of you who don't know what we're talking about vanilla ice has a cameo in secret of the ooze where they're at a club and he's performing and it's called the Ninja Rap. <laughs> it's one of the fucking catchiest things you'll ever fucking hear, honestly. You, you gotta admit, it is. It's catchy as hell. It is. It makes you kind of want to just move your body a little bit. I'm just, I'm over here kind of humming it right now. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. And so it's, it's enjoyable. Like, they're definitely good, enjoyable moments of this movie. And that's, I think that was one where... Because he was, this, when they filmed this, it was, so they released it early of 91, so they were filming in 1990, mm-hmm. and he had just had Ice Ice Baby out, and was blown up with that, and so I'm sure that that was, oh, hey, this guy's, mm-hmm. like, one of the top performers, let's get him on. It's forever a classic, forever a classic for anybody who is a Turtles fan. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny when the turtles broke out in that choreographed routine. I kind of started reminding me of all those dance movies of the, you know, the girls at their dances and they all do a little choreographed number. I'm like, okay, enough with this. (laughs) I, you know, it's one of those things where I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for the freaking rehearsals and shooting that Mm. scene and seeing these guys who are in the costumes and most of them are freaking black belts and however many degree black belts just seeing them in the turtle outfits doing that dance would have just i'm sure they that the crew was probably doing everything they could to not be like dying laughing (laughs) I know I would have. Uh, yeah. 
That was a good scene. Yeah, I forgot about that one. I, I completely forgotten about Vanilla Ice being in it. I loved it. That, that was just great. It was funny when, um, because when my husband and I started dating, um, we were talking about turtles and he was like, oh yeah, I've only seen the second one. I was like, well, why haven't you seen any of the others? He's like, well, because Ice was in the second one. I was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> and it had been so long. It probably been like 10, 15 years since I'd actually sat mm. down and watched them at that point. And I was like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> sure enough, my husband jumps on YouTube and pulls it up and is like, yeah, he oh was. I was like, oh shit, okay. Because I don't remember that as well as I thought I did. But again, it had been so long since I'd seen it. It doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Hey, I mean, that's a good enough reason to watch a, a movie if you're a fan i mean they do that i feel like they almost do that with a lot more movies now they'll put in like a small cameo from one really big actress or singer or something and that's the only reason why you tune in like that i've i've done that before myself so that it's a good bit <laughs> I, I admit i have too i'll i'll know somebody's in something so i'll just go and i'll be like sitting there on pins and needles waiting for their scene and it's like mm -hmm. a two second scene i'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> just wasted 15 fucking dollars when I could just stream this shit later? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nowadays it's a little harder to pull that because you can just pull the clip off of YouTube, but I mean, back in the 90s, now you had to pay and go sit through the whole movie to wait for that small little part. And <laughs> Dude, even in like the early 2000s, you had to. Mm-hmm. Because you couldn't do that shit. Like, you no. couldn't, there weren't clips posted or anything. You either saw it in the theaters, bought it when it came out, or lucked out and, like, just happened to channel surf onto a movie or something at the right time. There was none of this, like, streaming or anything. We couldn't mm. pause something. Like, mm -hmm. if you needed food or something like that, if you ran out of your drink, if you needed to go to the bathroom, you waited till fucking commercial break when <laughs> it was on TV, and nothing was worse than your siblings it's back on oh and god you're and you're still not ready to go so not ready <laughs> you're like I, pause it rewind right it's like you're oh. running and jumping over the couch back to your spot <laughs> oh man those are some interesting couch burns from that time Ooh. but Ooh. <laughs> but, oh. but no i think I do find it interesting of how, like, separated in the 90s the movies and shows were. Mm. Boys shows and movies. Girls shows and movies. I don't know if it's the new, like, freaking Gen Z way or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but I guess because I grew up with brothers, I never saw it that way, in a sense. I mean, my brothers, my brothers were boys so we'd go to their movies they were lucky enough that they were old enough that when i if i wanted to see something that was too girly they didn't have to go usually they could be on their own and i never really liked that separation and maybe it was just because growing up with like movies like the turtles or mm -hmm. some other ninja movies well yeah because i feel like nowadays if they were to do a, a modernized version or whatever you want to call it Two of the turtles would be female. They would be voiced by female, you know, they would be female turtles. And then the villain or the sidekick or whatever would also be female. So 
this is how you would involve the girls liking them and the boys liking and making a great universal movie. <laughs> so they tried that. Did they? They, they tried that. Oh, shit. Um, okay. With, with some of the cartoons, the TV shows, and one of the creators walked. He was he didn't walk. He he said, "If you guys do this, I'm I'm done." Like, really, that, like the original of the, creator of the turtles. Yeah, because there was two. Oh um, shit! There was two of them, and they had always, I guess, when they had first started it, they had always talked about, "No, we're not we're not ever adding a fifth turtle," because that's what they mm-hmm. were wanting to do. One of the companies was wanting to do was add a fifth turtle that was female and oh there was a lot of animosity because one of the guys was like oh sure fine whatever and the other one was like we agree that we weren't ever gonna do we weren't ever gonna add a fifth turtle and i don't know if it was necessarily the fact that it was a female or if it was just the fifth turtle situation concept right that's what i'm wondering if they had a if they had kept what their idea was and just literally just changed the roles of gender mm-hmm. roles of two of the turtles cuz they did they did that in a uh, old show that's now current we were talking about it it's like the new yogi show or whatever they changed the gender oh, of like yeah. some of those characters to you know what I'm, so they're doing it <laughs> it could be done I don't, I don't know if it would work the same way i don't know that's like that's like okay that's like having it be charmed but it's brothers <laughs> stop april <laughs> i can't right now with you Oh, I don't know. Honestly, that might be a good show. Oh, God. I mean, who are the men? Like, come on now. I mean, in a sense, you kind of already have that with Supernatural almost, in a sense. But, Mm. I mean, like, Uh, but anyways, I I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's, it's the 90s in me and everything, but I just don't. Don't mess, don't mess with her childhood. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. Hey. The Turtles, it's Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo, and Raphael. Those are the Turtles. They're boy Turtles. Get over it. Get over this mixing and everything. I. That's how it is. That's, that's what we grew up with. You can't, you don't, don't mess with the Turtles. Don't mess with my Turtles. Don't Aww. mess with my turtle. It, it is one of those things where I, I do, I feel like I am a minority in the, of who likes the turtles. I mean, even at the, at the convention when I was meeting some of the voices, I think were most of the f- other females in line to meet the actors with Judith, who played April in the first one, she's had the Halloween town, all of those, which brought in more female fan base, I guess you could say. Then going up to the voice of Michelangelo and uh, the gentleman who was in the suit for Raphael, they kind of, I think, were very surprised that I was there for Turtles. Because I'm a 31-year-old female mm-hmm. who grew up with that division, that boy-girl division of shows. Right. 
but I watched the I watched the turtles. I watched the movies. I did watch the animations up until probably about 94, 95 and I grew up with that. Let me know if there's any other females out there who had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle childhood like I did. I mean, was it because you also had brothers, uncles, friends that were boys, whatever? I, I'd like to know, am I a lone wolf on that? <laughs> hey, it'll be very interesting to see if you are or not. It will, because that was, that was one thing that kind of separated me from a lot of the girls growing up was what I watched and what I was interested in. I was interested in more of those boy type movies and shows and games. I wasn't super keen on the Barbies or My Little Ponies or anything. Like, I, I legitimately, actually, I kid you not, me and my oldest brother went and saw the Michael Bay once turtle movies in theaters opening weekend when they came out not to mention i will admit i do no matter what anybody says i love megan fox have loved her since holiday in the sun and so to see to see her portray april i was like i give her two thumbs up on that and she portrayed april kind of a little bit more of a badass in a sense like judith and Paige were great incredible fucking love them but they still had that there was still that, oh, you're a female mentality kind of thing going on. With the Michael Bay ones that came out, she was a little bit more, didn't take anybody's shit, which I liked. Mm -hmm. Hats off to them for that one. Can't, can't mess with the originals, though. Those will still always have a good place. Actually, I do have to ask you this. Now that you've seen the first two Turtles movies, I don't remember what, who you said if we, you had answered this after the last one. Who would you say was your favorite turtle? Would be your favorite turtle? I have to be honest. I didn't feel like any of them stood out one more than the other in this one. Yeah, I feel like in the first one you had Mikey, who was a bit more cracking jokes and, and all that, and then Raphael being the the moody one. But I don't know. I can't say that any of them did anything in particular that I was like, oh yeah, I'm rooting for or, or I like this one more. Am I wrong or? Did they try to give them different qualities? Donatello is the brains, like scientific y brains of things. Was he the one helping with like the uh, he would helping have been. make he the, like the ooze? I believe so. Mm. Then Mikey, who's got the orange, mm -hmm. uh, is more of still the teenager. Aren't they all teenagers though? They I mean, are teenage but... mutant. Do they ever get older? Are they old yet? Are they still it's, fighting it's as grandpa, teenage grandpa mutant ninja turtles? It's kind of in the same sense that like Pokemon and like Fairly Odd Parents are. They stay the same age for 30 plus mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. Michelangelo is kind of more of the adolescent still. He's, mm -hmm. he's in a sense the younger of the four and still very jokester childish i guess in his ways leonardo with the blue is the leader uh he's more serious and more more brings everybody together knows everybody's strengths and then Raphael with the red is the hothead more of the burly power brute force 
mm-hmm. turtles. So everybody, each of them kind of has their own personality. I do, this, the second movie, yeah, did not really focus, I think, as much on their separate personalities mm-hmm. as the first one did or as the show does. Mm. But, like, Raphael's constantly trying to be... He's not the leader, but he he wants to be the leader, and so he's always going off on his own like he does in Secret of the Ooze with Kino. He's the rebel, in a sense. I guess, really, that's pretty much the main one that gets a bit of a their own storyline for in Secret of the Ooze is Raphael and his connection with Kino and keeping and doing things with Kino. Didn't he have a connection with Casey in the first one? Didn't he? Is he the he, one that met up with them in the beginning? Yeah, he he does. Like I said, he's very much more, oh, I'll take care of it myself kind of thing. He doesn't want to wait for the team. <laughs> he's he's much more just go out and do it. And he does go out and ends up meeting up, like bumping into Casey in the first one. Kino in the second one. They, they're, however... He does, and even in the animated, computer-generated movie, it's the same way. Mm. And I believe in the the Michael Bay movies, too. It has been a little while since I've seen those, but Raphael is always kind of that lone wolf character. Mm. It's interesting how they choose to... how the, uh, Most of the, the movies, they do choose to zone in on that with Raphael, but I think I'm not one that has gone super deep into the Turtle universe, like comic-wise, and even the shows after the original shows, but I think they do a bit more with Raphael, almost kind of a separate universe type situation. Hmm. Yeah, that would be, that'd be one to get somebody that does go deep into the comics with, to see my knowledge is more show-based. I'd have to say probably just, I think I said Mikey in the first one. Mm-hmm. So I still like always having that character that's just kind of that goofy one that's always kind of not being super serious about everything. Um, so I think his character probably is still my favorite, I guess. I understand. I definitely also veer towards Mikey. <laughs> he, he, he's just a fun character. Mm. And Kent is one of those that always tries to put a smile on his brother's faces if the turtles can smile (laughs) Uh, i'm not so sure about that one but (laughs) well i think we have turtle talked turtle talked (laughs) our way through teenage mutant ninja turtles secret of use i see what you did there (laughs) see what i did there yep yep oh Oh, i've been cooking that one up for a little while (laughs) Gotta admit, it was an interesting watch, right? It was interesting, and I'll be not sad if I never see it again. So, you know, (laughs) there's that. There are going to be ones that you tell me to watch, and I'm just going to be like, I don't know how far I can get on this, but I'll get through it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure there probably will be. (laughs) Like the one that we both started to watch, and then you're like, yeah, let's pass on this one. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) we'll probably we'll probably touch on the third one to wrap up our turtles when we get to 1982 give it some recognition (laughs) yeah a little bit recognition yeah 
Oh, we'll we'll give it some with some time for sure. Again, that one is going to kind of be like me watching it for the first time because it's been so long, but that would be an interesting one. However, I think this turtle talk is coming to an end. That's a wrap for me. Cowabunga. <laughs> Cowabunga. I felt like they did do that like they did it at the end of the mm-hmm. first one and then they kind of did that same thing near the beginning of this second one didn't they they kind of had that same back and forth of different phrases catchphrases yeah mm-hmm. which was nice to throw that in there but not overdo it right exactly yeah never have enough catchphrases right mm, that is true <laughs> but is what? shredder dead though are we talking think... are we talking movie wise are we talking universe in the whole universe rise because he is in the majority of the animated oh, cartoon really? from 87 to 96 yeah Oof. he is in a lot of those episodes well i hope kind of hope hoping that the third one is something completely different and maybe because it because it was completely different that's why it sucked i don't know but i'm just hoping for something different just to see a different villain that they have to defeat you know what i mean i kind of want to see the see where the turtles are gonna go instead of the same one that they still can't seem to get past it's like the energizer bunny just keeps going and going yep and going (laughs) (laughs) oh my god those commercials oh yeah dang they should put they should have done that with uh added shredder into that just (laughs) keeps coming back (laughs) all right so we are I think wrapping up 1991, right? I mean, if you're ready to leave it behind, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that was, we'll that was a year. Maybe we'll find another little hidden secret and we'll come back to it maybe, at some point. Maybe. We could always, we can always circle back. Yeah. I mean, I spent, I spent most of the year in diapers, so it doesn't make that big of a difference. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> hey, I try. <laughs> you sure join us next week? Where we wrap up 1991. 1991. Woo! I like what you did there. I like it. 